Episode 8 of The Last of Us is the most intense yet. Welcome back to Nerdist News. I'm Hector Navarro, and today we're getting trapped in a Colorado resort in the middle of a harsh winter. And no, I'm not talking about Jack, Wendy, or little Danny Torrance. We're talking about The Last of Us. Hey, wasn't it around here that the Donner Party got snowbound? The eighth penultimate episode of the series based on the game of the same name came out this past weekend and it covered one of the sections of the game that fans were most excited to see when the series was announced. I don't see anybody. And we want to get into everything that happened as well as every reference to the game including that big one I know you're all thinking about. But first we got to give you a spoiler warning because we will be discussing this episode of The Last of Us titled When We Are In Need in depth, and we want to give you the chance to grab something to eat, maybe some venison stew, and watch the episode. What is it? Venison. The episode opens on a funeral in the resort turned village of Silver Lake, Colorado. We will later learn that this is the dude Joel choked out a couple episodes back and got a bat shard to the gut in return. The village gathers in Todd's Steakhouse, whose sign advertises chops. And chopping is something we'll get a lot of later on in the episode. <laughs> David, the pastor, reads from the book of Revelations, chapter 21, and tries to comfort the daughter of Alec, the dead man. Too bad the ground is too hard to dig into to bury the body. They'll bury him in the spring. Sure, buddy, we believe you. What is it? Venison. The sign that hangs up in the steakhouse is also straight from the restaurant in the game. David and another member of the community, James, discuss how much food they have left. The answer is not a lot. Then they go hunting after David questions James's faith. And of course, James is the biggest Easter egg of the entire episode because if his voice sounds familiar, yeah. it's because he's played by Troy Baker, the actor who brought Joel Miller to life in the original game version of The Last of Us. And this episode sure puts him on the other side of his role as Joel, where now he's trying to hurt Ellie instead of protect her. Now we check back in with Joel and Ellie. The bleeding has stopped, but the new danger is infection. A ratty mattress in a dirty basement is not a sterile environment. Trust me, I know. Their food is dwindling. Merely a couple of bites of jerky left. Too bad they don't have any biscuits. Y'all want some biscuits? Ellie decides to go hunting. While she doesn't get the rabbit she spots like she does in the video game, she does manage to wound a deer, also the same as the video game. Oh, in the behind the episode featurette, game creator Neil Druckmann said that this portion, where Ellie is forced to survive on her own, is the part of the story that inspired him to make the game in the first place. But when she runs into David and James, it becomes a standoff. She can't carry that whole deer by herself, so she makes a trade, penicillin for the deer. Buddy boy can go get it. While they wait for James to make the four mile round trip, David makes a fire and they have a chat. This scene is a shortening of what happens in the game. The show chooses to play with the emotions and fear Ellie has of humans instead of them battling the infected, truly exploring what it means to be the last of us. In the official podcast, the show's creators reveal that all the trust built between them by fighting off infected in the game needed to come through in this shortened conversation, where David pretends to be a little self-effacing. Ellie becomes interested in his story enough to open the door to trusting him. David thinks he's found a kindred spirit, but he'll later find out that he was wrong. When Ellie asks if he's some sort of cult leader, he reveals he's a preacher who became a believer after the world ended, leading his flock out to Colorado after the Pittsburgh QZ was destroyed by the fight between Fedra and the Fireflies. The Pittsburgh QZ in the game 
was replaced by Kansas City in the show, so it was cool to get a reference to Pittsburgh here. But seriously. Also, I want to point out that David, in his previous life, said he was a teacher, which is incredibly gross. Fair enough. But then he reveals a sinister piece of knowledge. He knows who she is and that she's protecting Joel. When James sneaks back with a gun, David makes him give Ellie the medicine anyways, and she scampers off. He's got plans for her that we'll later see. In another scene from the game, Ellie then has to inject the meds into Joel, something I'm sure they didn't teach in that Fedra school. Joel, where the f*** do I put this? Back in Silver Lake, Colorado, the congregation makes some stew with dwindling cans of tomatoes and a mystery meat. What is it? Venison. Yeah, sure, buddy. We saw how you hesitated when you said it. You're feeding that woman her husband. Don't think we don't know. The group waits for David to show up before they eat because that's a totally normal thing that someone who is not a cult leader would make them do. At least he brought back actual venison. Big one. When he slaps the young grieving girl who speaks out about wanting Joel and Ellie killed, we see David's true nature. His hitting and then trying to comfort her is classic abuser mentality, which we'll continue to see in the episode. He claims he is her true father, which again, cult leader move. He also gets the biggest portion of food. We notice that too. He enjoys the control that he exerts over the group. James also seems to be the only one who has trouble eating the human meat because he's one of the few who knows. Everyone else digs in <laughs> and it's nasty. The next morning, Joel is still in rough shape. And when Ellie does her chores, she spots David and his cronies coming for her and Joel. Her plan is to hide Joel and lead the group away from him. She does give Joel a knife to defend himself, but looking at him, his chances are rough. Don't you not fall asleep. But during her distraction, James shoots her horse and Ellie definitely gets concussed. When James and the others want to kill her, David stops them and takes her back to Silver Lake. It's totally a mind trip to watch someone we know play Joel try to hurt Ellie instead of save her. And in the official show's podcast, host Troy Baker, along with showrunners Craig Mazin and Neil Druckmann, said that James recognized Ellie's potential to take his spot as second in command and was threatened by that. But David would not let James or the other men kill Ellie. And when one of the remaining men finds Joel's hiding spot, Papacito's survival instincts kick in. He manages to do a messed up version of Home Alone, luring his would-be killers in and taking them out instead. Ellie then wakes up in a cage. David says she's dangerous and he stopped the others from killing her. But I stopped them. Does he uh, expect her to be grateful? <laughs> he totally does because that's all he's been getting from the people around him. He wants to take her in. And as Bella Ramsey, who plays Ellie, said in the episode featurette, really what he'd like is for her to be his little minion, his little wife. Once Ellie begins to realize that, the relationship becomes a lot more tense and a lot more scary and a lot more dangerous. Back with Joel, he's got two of the dudes tied up and he interrogates them brutally. This scene is straight from the game and the way he goes about asking them for their answers to match up is a nice mirror to when he asked the lovely Wyoming couple the same thing. There he was cordial, whereas here he resorts to violence, torture, and murder in order to protect Ellie. He becomes the counterpoint to David, where David relishes this new world where he can be a violent person and enjoys the hurt that he puts people through. David incorrectly thinks, like many abusers do, that this is a form of love. Joel, on the other hand, commits violence to truly protect Ellie. And with Ellie having a violent heart as well, as David points out, which path will Ellie choose? Then she discovers the whole eating people thing. Kind of a buzzkill. Don't worry, Mom. I know all about cannibalism. 
I saw it on TV. David swears he would have told Ellie because, you know, he's so trustworthy. Can we just take a moment also to shout out Scott Shepard, who did an excellent job bringing David to life in a terrifying way. I mean, this entire show has stellar acting talent. So each episode, nicely done, nicely done, really great. David pulls the whole classic villain, we aren't so different, you and I, speech to Ellie, but she's not having it. She breaks his fingers in an escape attempt, and we see David's true pettiness come out. He wants to hurt her now. Let's see what I go tell the others now. Tell them that Ellie is a little girl who broke her f***ing finger! Joel stumbles into the resort and finds the dead horse and Ellie's backpack, along with the humans who the residents of Silver Lake have been harvesting for meat. But we're not going to show that last part, because it's too nasty. Don't worry, Mom. I know all about cannibalism. David comes back with James to chop Ellie into little pieces. Ellie bites David and then tries the Hail Mary pass of, you're infected now. This gives her enough time to chop James in the neck and escape into the steakhouse with David on her heels, similar to the game. R.I.P. Troy Baker's character. It was great to see you as part of the show. It was truly awesome. Yeah. Ellie then sets fire to some drapes, but David is too concerned about getting revenge on Ellie to do the smart thing and save himself. Then he admits what the audience saw all along, that hurting is the point for him. Then we get some more chopping as Ellie has to save herself in a moment that will stick with her for life. Even though the show made it seem like Joel would arrive in the nick of time to rescue her, her salvation was in her own hands. Ellie stumbles into Joel outside and they limp off, leaving Silver Lake, Colorado behind them. As Joel hugs Ellie, we see his broken watch, his gift from Sarah very prominently. The official podcast also points out that this is the first time that Joel refers to Ellie as baby girl what he also called his daughter, Sarah. Maybe the first time he said that in 20 plus years. And there ends another intense episode of The Last of Us, but there's still one episode left. And while we got cameos through the season from actors who played these characters in the video game, including Troy Baker in this episode, yeah. we've been waiting to see Ashley Johnson, who played Ellie in the game, show up. Well, the teaser for the next week gave us the briefest glimpse of her, and we cannot wait to see how the series wraps up and how it compares to the game next week. But in the meantime, what do you folks think? How weird was it to watch Troy Baker try to kill Ellie? It was dark. Are you excited to see Ashley Johnson next week? Yeah. Let us know down in the comments below. Thank you so much for watching, and for the latest and greatest in the world of pop culture, stay tuned to Nerdist.com. 